It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, it is draft day. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm, I'm ready to open presents. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's that time it's, we've, we've waited, you know, somebody brought this up and I, and I guess I had for, uh, forgotten this, but this, you know, we had no combine this year. They moved the draft back a week. This has been the longest, you know, period of speculation with draft that I think we've ever had. It, it, it definitely feels like this is the longest wait we've ever had for the draft. Uh, so I am I'm so excited. I cannot wait for uh, when we start picking people here in about seven hours, I well, guess, from recording this. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, Landon, we've been doing draft stuff since October, really. Right. That's true. Back yeah. down, we were starting to watch players and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. it really feels like it's been kind of a, a long process. Uh, we're going to get into just some of the rumors that are going on today, which are absolutely wild. We're going to get our predictions bonkers. on the picks. Uh, but just a couple uh, housekeeping things to tie up before we get started. First and foremost, you and I are going to record a show, I believe, <laughs> late tonight after the first round is over. We'll talk about who the Cowboys picked or maybe didn't pick. Uh, we'll talk about what they did at the end of the first round if they trade up or who's available in the second round that the Cowboys may uh, be targeting. So make sure you guys are on the lookout for that. I know some of these podcasting platforms have had some problems lately. So if, if you can't find the show, please, please, please go to YouTube. I promise it'll be up there shortly Absolutely. after the draft. Uh, second thing, Landon, I need to know, how are you watching the draft tonight? What's the broadcast feed you're watching? What's the traditional setup that you have in your house? You know, here's the thing. I, I know that everyone thinks that because we do uh, a uh, a podcast on the Cowboys that and Marcus does. Let me be clear. Marcus has probably got some incredible setup to watch the draft. Mine is going to be uh, I will be trapped in this in this uh, bedroom by myself while the rest of my family is enjoying the rest of the house. And I will be yelling and screaming. I'll have a TV. I'll have a laptop. I'll have another computer with a monitor. So I'll have lots of screens to look at. Uh, but it certainly isn't going to be glamorous. I, I'm not like you know, sitting in, in a in a reclining chair. I'll probably be sitting on this on the edge of this bed, uh, jumping up and down, and and uh, you know, screaming a lot, and 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 you know, people calling the police on me probably. 
<laughs> you guys, a lot of you guys have seen my setup. I got a couple TVs ready to go. I've got a big, actual big board that's in my house with all the names mm-hmm. that we can cross off. I've got a consensus board, Landon. Uh, we're oh, taking, wow. Taking, we're taking uh, like 50 of the best draft analysts out there. We've made a consensus board that we check <laughs> off. It's like a eight by 10, uh, eight feet by 10 feet thing that we have in my living room. So it's, it's nice. pretty cool. But uh, ESPN is the broadcast just because I freaking love Mel Kiper. Yeah. I I, yeah. I just can't stop. That's you yeah. probably have seen me over the last couple of months just putting Mel Kiper draft clips up there because yeah. I love it. I, I love the music, it. man. I mean, it's oh, just it's the it's music, just our childhood, you know. And I'll tell you what, I, I, like the thing I do is, and I'm the same way as you. I'll have ESPN on with the with the sound, and then I'll have the NFL Network on, you mm-hmm. know, with the other channel with the sound off. Uh, but yeah, I think who was it yesterday? Was it was it Galco or somebody who tweeted out the do 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 the pick is in the pick is in sound. I was yes. I was trying to download it so I could make it my ringtone. So uh, <laughs> uh, we'll see we'll see if I can accomplish that. Uh, I I am so freaking excited. The first thing I did late in this morning, poured a big cup of coffee, sat down and watched draft day. It's an annual tradition. So. Oh man, I gotta <laughs> check that out. Yeah, I, gotta, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I gotta watch it. Yeah, you got to hurry up and watch it. Uh, yeah. So let's get to some rumors. Uh, we'll start with some potential stuff inside the top 10. Uh, and I'll let you take this wherever you want. It sounds like mm. Trey Lance is starting to become the favorite in the betting markets to be the number three pick. It sounds like the Saints are potentially trying to trade up inside the top 10 from number 28. And it does appear that the Eagles have some interest in jumping Dallas. So of those three rumors, where do you want to start? Let's start with the, uh, the the newest one, the uh, the Saints jumping into the top ten, and uh, you know it's it's funny because we aren't very. I mean, well, I guess we are. Jeez, I'm, I'm old. What are we? Decade removed from uh, Atlanta trading up into the uh, top five to get uh, Julio Jones. This is like a similar type jump. It's it's a very very huge jump of of, mm-hmm. of the first round, which is going to be pricey. Uh, so when the rumors started coming out this morning. I was certainly shocked. Just, I mean, I guess I'm not shocked because we've seen New Orleans do this something like this as well. I mean, not quite as uh, vast, but I think you know they moved up really high for for Marcus Davenport to take mm-hmm. him. And I know we were all really shocked when that happened as well. Uh, so I guess you know it's not surprising that New Orleans would do something like this. I think what's surprising is that we're hearing that it's not for a quarterback. Which again, they did this for Davenport last time. Are they doing it for another pass rusher? I, I, I don't think I so. Doubt and, it. Like, I would doubt it. And again, it. if it's not a pass rusher and it's not a uh, a quarterback, what are your thoughts? Who, who do you think they're coming up for? Well, I don't think it's an offensive tackle either because they're set there. They've got Teron Armstead. Yeah, they've exactly. got Ryan Ramchek. So a receiver, right? Like Michael Thomas is a very, very highly paid receiver but they need some speed on that offense. So yeah. is a Jalen Waddle something that they're maybe interested in? They did lose Emmanuel Sanders this offseason. What about Kyle Pitts? Like if there's a situation, maybe they're preparing if Kyle Pitts gets outside the top five picks, maybe that's somebody they're interested in. But I don't I know cornerback is what a lot of people are talking about. And I know Marshawn Lattimore, but he's got some legal issues going on, I believe. So Maybe, but again, to go from 28 to let's say nine. That's crazy. For a corner? For, for a corner? That's that's a lot. I don't know. I, I just don't know that I – I don't know. That, I mean, I guess I can believe it again because I probably wouldn't have made that move for Marcus Davenport, right? But Well, you, I mean, just to put it in perspective, somebody asked me today, 
hey, would you trade uh, your pick 75 to go up and to number eight to make sure you get Patrick Sertan? And I'm like, nah, probably not. And if we're not willing to move a third, but the Saints are willing to give up probably, what, three first-round picks to go get Sertan? That seems rich to me. Well, but I mean, I think the difference too, I mean, I mean, again, not to speak out of both sides of my mouth, but I think that the other difference too is that the way those teams build their teams differently, yeah, right? Sure, like sure. the Saints take a ton of risks. They, they, they kick all their money into the future. Um, you know, they, they, especially when they had Drew Brees, they were constantly yeah. taking huge swings to, to try to get things around the quarterback. I guess the thing that's different now is that they don't have Drew Brees. So, yeah. so why are you mortgaging your future to surround no the team with a, when you don't have a good enough quarterback necessarily? In fairness, it's probably smart to try to get as much talent around Taysom Hill as possible because you're not going to win with Taysom Hill. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know, Lane. I think I, I would not be surprised if they're just trying to tell teams, hey, we don't want a quarterback. We just want a defensive guy, but maybe they're really interested maybe. in trading Lane that's to it. Just field. That To me, that's maybe. the only plausible way that you go from 28 to 8 or 9. That That's the only way it makes sense. Quarterback's the only position that – I mean, look – Julio Jones has been fantastic for Atlanta. Sure. I still don't know that I would do that deal. You know, like, I mean, that was really, really pricey. And it obviously it, it, it worked out in a lot of ways for Atlanta, but it worked out in a lot of ways because I think they had Kyle Shanahan, you know, mm -hmm. they had the mm -hmm. right quarterback at play. That is definitely not necessarily the case in New Orleans because even though they do have Sean uh, uh, Payton there, that you know they, they don't have the quarterback. You mentioned that they might come up to get, get the tight end. They already have a tight end playing quarterback, so I, I don't really know <laughs> why they would necessarily uh, need somebody I don't else. That one's interesting to me. It does sound like from multiple people, Ian Rappaport, Jay Glazer, James Slater, that mm -hmm. they are trying to move up. So I don't doubt the report at all. No, I just have no idea where they're going with it, right? Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll get back into some rumors, Landon, but I wanted to tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action on Bet Online. Uh, get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NHL, NBA, and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Also want to tell you guys about Nugenics. Nugenics is the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, and they are offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. All you have to do is text DRAFT to 231231. Plus, if you text right now, they'll include a bottle of Nugenics tea, the most powerful fat killer ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape absolutely free. Again, all you have to do is text DRAFT to 231 Two three one. That's draft a two three one two three one. All right, Landon. Let's talk about the Eagles. Um, it sounds yeah. like corner is maybe something they're interested in coming up for. But again, I don't think this one necessarily passes the sniff test either because that passing game is so bad right now that if you're not coming up for a quarterback, doesn't it only make sense to come up for 
somebody to protect Jalen Hurts or the next franchise quarterback or a receiver to pair with them. It, to me, Lane, in this entire time, it's it's been Philadelphia. They want to grab a playmaker to pair with Jalen Rager to help Jalen Hurts. And now that we're a, you know, a couple hours outside of the draft, it's to go grab a corner. It just doesn't make much sense to me. Yeah, like, you know, they're not – their defense is not so good that they're like a corner away from – No, no. Not needing a passing attack, I guess is the best way to say it. Like, you know, like their their defense is not like Washington-level good, right? No, where where not. they're Where they can carry a mediocre de- uh, a quarterback uh, and maybe, you know, get lucky and, you know, or at least to the point where they can convince themselves that that's a good plan for, for this year, right? Yes, I agree. Uh, so I, to me, yeah, if they're trading up for for uh, for Sertan or, or Horn or whoever, uh, let's say they go up to seven. I mean, do it. Have that. Have at it, man. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I mean, I understand that they're coming up to take one of our guys and, and that we that we like. But honestly, I don't know that Cowboys fans should necessarily be upset about this because they're they're wasting resources. It's probably going to be expensive because they're going to have to be competing with teams that are trying to trade up for quarterbacks. Bingo. Um, and, and if it happens, then they're going to overpay. They'll get a guy who's probably pretty good in Sir Tanner Horn. But, but again, it's the same thing that you and I just discussed. Would we trade up to seven right now no. to go get Sir Tanner Horn? No. no, I would not because it's too pricey. You're, you're competing against uh, teams that are desperate and looking for quarterbacks. So they are going to overpay. Uh, and, and and frankly, you're still going to get a good player at 10. So uh, I understand. I don't like it either. I don't like the idea of Philly c- trying to come up and getting a, a, one of the better corners and leaving us with the other one. But A, we've discussed it over and over again. These two cornerbacks are touching tags. It's, it's, it's flavors of ice cream here. Either one of these guys, the Cowboys get, we should be thrilled. We should be happy. We'll, we'll be yes. jumping yes. up, for, jumping yes. up and down. So if, if, if they get one of the guys and the Eagles get the other one and they overpaid to go get him, I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping well at night. I, I just don't understand it from an Eagles perspective, because again, I, I think JC Horn and Patrick Sertan are wonderful players, but the Cowboys and Eagles are in different stages of their rebuild, right? Yes. Cowboys have an offense that's ready to go. They just need to fill in the gaps on defense. The Eagles offense, Landon, I like Jalen Rager, but he shouldn't be a number one receiver. Outside of Rager, it's Travis Fulgham, Greg Ward, John Hightower, Khalil Tate. That's That's your passing game weapons you have. Dallas Goddard entering the final year of his contract. You have and Jalen Andre- Hurts playing quarterback, by well, the way. Like, I was thinking, that, that, that's yeah. bad in itself. But again, look, yeah. look at the offensive line. That offensive line was atrocious last year. Andre Dillard might be a bust. Lane Johnson can't stay healthy. Jason Kelsey's getting older. Uh, they brought back, or I don't even think they brought back, uh, you know, uh, Jason Peters. So I, I, if I'm trading up to, to seven or eight, um, I, I think it's to go and get an offensive Later. tackle. Not Slater, right? yeah. or yeah. or I mean, I listen. If Chase is there, like if Chase falls to six or seven, I get that. That makes a ton of sense. That makes sense. I get that too. Yes, yeah. not Sertan or Horn. It doesn't make sense. I, the, the, the trade up in general doesn't make sense because unless they're going for Sertan or 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 specifically Chase, they're probably going to get one of these wide receivers to fall to them at twelve, <clears> right? So like, what's I would think what, so? What are we doing here? Like, what's what's the point? That's why again. We should not fear the Eagles trade up. They are going to overpay for a, a player unless they're going to get Chase, which I, I just don't think that they're going to be able to do. 
they're going to overpay to go get a guy in the top 10 and I'm going to be okay with it. I would agree. Um, any other trades that you think are potentially going to happen? I know there's been some talk about new England, maybe trying to get up inside the top 15. I don't necessarily, excuse me, top 10. I don't know if that's all that likely. I believe we did our show after the Teddy Bridgewater news hit yesterday. I guess we should touch on that. Does that impact the Cowboys at all? I don't think it does. Like, I, I mean, I guess I, I could see how some people think it might, but the Bridgewater deal was was so so little money. I think you know Denver's going to end up paying him like what seven million dollars or something because they end up three, splitting his three, deal. Three million. Oh yeah, it's even less. That's right. So it's like nothing. It's like that's like less than backup money. That's bridge and quarterback so, money, right? I mean, it's bridge, bridge, bridge water money. quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, a, it's a, so like you know so they, they, they. I'm sorry. Uh, it's, you know they. <laughs> They, 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 it doesn't preclude them. If, if a good no. quarterback falls to them, just take them and cut one of those guys. Who cares? Like, you don't pass on, uh, a, you know, generational talent quarterback, uh, because you have Teddy Bridgewater as your backup, right? Exactly. Or Drew Locke yeah. on your off. So, if a good quarterback falls to them, don't be surprised if they pull the trigger. This doesn't necessarily change that. And, and again, you know, the other thing that to talk about is that there's te- that we've been tracking uh, uh, cornerbacks uh, to, to Denver potentially if, if they don't like some of the other things. They signed Darby and they got uh, Fuller. Yeah, why, I like this. Why, I think you made this point yesterday. Yeah. Why wouldn't that suppress the cornerback market for them? Like, so, uh, yeah, I, I think it, it doesn't affect it at all. I'd agree. I, I, I've always thought Denver is very unlikely to go corner. I actually think this maybe is more likely to help him get a quarterback, right? Because I think Bridgewater yeah. would be a fantastic bridge quarterback to Justin Fields or Trey Lance or even Mac Jones, if that's the direction they decide to go. I don't think it impacts him at all. I do think it potentially makes it a little bit more likely that they do trade down. And I could, I guess I could see potentially Denver and new England swapping picks, but again, I don't know if Denver wants to trade with new England given their history. So it should be fascinating to see how all that plays out. The New New England thing, like it just feels like they're chumming everybody like from five on, right? No, not five, but six, seven, eight, nine, 10. Like it feels like they had conversations with everybody just, you know, just to see what it would take. I don't know if it necessarily is going to come to fruition. I would agree. Uh, one more quick break so I can tell you guys about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
All right, Landon, it's the moment that we've all been waiting for. Hmm. I want your pick. Who are the Cowboys picking at number 10 tonight? You know, it's been Sertan for so long. Uh, and, we, and we get here and 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 it, it, we get a little bit more information. Silly, se- We get through silly season. We still think it's Sertan. I'm going to say J.C. Horn. Um, because I, I'm, I'm covering for myself in case one of these uh, teams do trade up for a cornerback uh, and take Sertan. Or, I, I think that the, the team clearly has an affinity for Horn. Um, you know, we talked we talked about all the connections here. Uh, JC, JC's dad playing for Mike McCarthy, uh, his former defensive coordinator at the University of South Carolina as well, Muschamp, who uh, worked closely with Dan Quinn when they were both at Florida. And I know that they stay uh, in close contact, uh, you know, and I think that there is something uh, about the playing style of the Cowboys cornerback coach, Al Harris, and the playing style mm-hmm. of J.C. Horn that, uh, you know, I think that there's some um, oh, symbosis there. So some, some you know, some some compatibility there yeah, that agree. he can, yep. you know, unlock unlock the ability even further of J.C. Horn because he's he's a, he played like that, that, that kind of game. So I'm going to say J.C. Horn um, just to kind of cover my bases in case a cornerback gets taken in front of the, 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 the Cowboys. And potentially, you know, if both get to them, I legitimately think just based on what we've heard the last mm-hmm. week and a half, all the connecting dots, that there's a good chance that, that J.C. Horn gets picked even if Sertan is there. I would agree. It does seem like what we've heard over the last, I don't know, 48 hours that if both there, the Cowboys do prefer, prefer Horn over Sertan. But I've got a feeling, Landon, that the rest of the league feels the same way. Like, I think the rest of the league watches J.C. Horn play, and they mm-hmm. love that attitude and aggressiveness and the length and athleticism. So I would not be surprised at all if he goes eight to Carolina. Like, I think that makes yeah. a ton of sense, uh, you know, stay in the same state and all that kind of stuff. But I think it's going to be Patrick Sertan. I think it's been it's been the pick that we've been mocking, again, as you mentioned, for the last three months uh, I think that's very likely. My concern is it, I'm going to ask you if if it's not Sertan and Horn and both those guys are gone before pick ten, mm-hmm. what do you think the Cowboys would do? Do you think they would try to trade down, or do you think they would hang in there and pick? That's the fifty million dollar question. I think if uh, if they had their druthers, I think they would trade down. You know, I yeah. think that they like the that kind of area. I mean, I think there's a reason that they were talking to New England. You know, I think they like that area of the draft if they have to move down a small move down where they could get, you know, a decent, maybe a day two pick, but still manage to kind of get near the top of that next tier of players. Uh, and, and then they have a lot of targets. That's a very target rich environment for them. It, it, it sounds like the two targets, according to Jane Slater, Elijah Vera Tucker. Trayvon Merrick, the safety from TCU. It feels yep. like they want that's the very the two guys they would absolutely want to leave the draft with if they slid down to 15. Yeah, and that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, again, uh, I think you get the opportunity to have another day two pick that makes drafting an offensive lineman even more palatable because mm-hmm. you, you still have ammunition to, to fill out the defense as you need it with with guys that are talented. You're not getting a, uh, a day three pick. You're getting a day two pick out of trading back. So that you're still going to get an opportunity, hopefully, hopefully. Like, likely getting, a top 50 pick, probably. Yeah, and, and, and that, that, again, it makes it – 
more palatable to draft a variety of different positions because you have again more ammunition. So I think you you go to fifteen or wherever the the, the trade back area is, uh, and and you feel comfortable that your board suddenly opens up wide. You don't need to worry about as much need because you have plenty of picks to kind of mm-hmm. you know make a more value pick at a position of need later in the draft. So guys like Vera Tucker opening up uh, Morig. I mean again Morig is at a position that you kind of do need. Uh, but I think that it certainly makes it more – he's not a top-10 player, that's for sure. So trading back to 15 is is appropriate value for you, yes, and you yes. get that extra pick to kind of you know, hit the cornerback a little bit later. I'm excited, buddy. It's going to be – I'm excited yeah. and nervous at the same time. I just had dreams last night of the Cowboys drafting like Micah Parsons or Pay at 10, and I was, <laughs> it, was, it made for a rough night of sleep, I will tell you that much. I'm wearing the, uh, the the 93 Super Bowl uh, uh, hat from uh, Pasadena right down the street at the Rose Bowl just to, for good luck because I, I got worried about some of the similar things. So I'm hoping wearing a, a championship level hat is going to help with the, uh, the, the luck on uh, some of the Cowboys picks today. Yeah, so good luck to to the Cowboys. Good luck to everybody. Enjoy the draft again. We'll be back late Thursday night, Friday morning. Yep. You'll see a YouTube video from us. Uh, hopefully being very, very, very happy about who the Cowboys <laughs> pick. Uh, we'll have a recap show, I believe, Sunday or Monday it'll be out. Uh, so make sure you guys are tuning in to all that. You can follow Landon at McColeBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the draft. We'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.